the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about business. We're going to be talking about the holistic aspect of business, the root chakra. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. So today I'm going to give a little bit of a story first, and then we're going to talk about why the root chakra was so important to this story and to our success. Back in... 1999, we'll start back there, we had a yoga studio. And the yoga studio was doing very well. We taught several different styles. Uh, at the time, we had Bikram, we had Ashtanga, we had uh, Kripalu. Kripalu, we had Samporna, uh, we had Iyengar, Restorative, Restorative, and uh, what's the one? Anusara. Nope, not Anasari. That wasn't around yet. Uh, but it came out of New York. It was a, oh, uh, Jiva Mukti. Yeah, Jiva Mukti. The cat. Yeah, uh, but cast. but the lady that uh, went through the training didn't want to say she was a Jiva Mukti teacher, even though she was certified in it. She refused to use the name, so it was weird. But anyways, the studio was doing good. Uh, we were one of the first, actually the first yoga studio in that area, and it was doing very well. Then we moved to a bigger location, which also did great. We could fit over 90 people in one of the rooms. Another one of the rooms, seven to nine people, depending on the class. Another one was private training. Another one was massage therapy and crystals, Reiki, things like that. And then we had the back room, which was where everybody had their chai tea. Uh, they would kick back and relax and talk after class. And then, of course, the front area where people signed in. So it was a pretty nice sized studio and it was staying very well busy. So we were very, very happy with the studio. And then something nasty happened. A bar opened up next to us. And it wasn't just a bar. It was a bar owner that rented the building on one side of us and rented the building on the other side of us. And he came in and told me that he would close me or us in less than six months and that we need to just leave. Well, he was pretty close to being right. In less than six months, we had to close the yoga studio because there were fights out front. A guy got shot because of the two bars. Uh, there was uh, uh, blood, urine, feces every day in front of the studio, every day behind the studio. In fact, I would go in the morning and spray the, the sidewalk down to clean up the blood and everything. Mm -hmm. I'd go in the back and clean up. It was it was extremely bad. It was rated one of the worst areas to work, mm -hmm. to live in St. Pete at that time. Graffiti all over the place, all these different things going on. But we stayed there and kept it a private training studio. Yes. And we were able to thrive with it being a personal training studio until our lease came up. Mm-hmm. And then we started, as we got closer to the lease coming up, we started looking around and found a place several blocks away 
that was in a nicer area. There was no gunfire. There were no stabbings. Uh, and we were able to buy the property there. So that leads us to the next step is we took the old business plan that we had at the big place and the place beforehand and brought it there. So we taught, by the time we got there, we had so many different styles that we taught. Yes. So many, there was probably, what, uh, 25 to 30 classes going a week. Uh, when we were at the bigger place, it was 50 classes going a week. So there was a lot of different things that we were teaching. But what we found is that the studio owned us. We didn't own the studio. And even though we were doing well with money, we still weren't succeeding as to what we thought being successful was. We were unable to take vacations. Yes. We were unable to even take a day off mm -hmm. because all the teachers, all they wanted to do is get paid. And they didn't even care if we took a day off. We even asked them on, I remember saying, hey guys, I want to take a week off. I want to go climb mm -hmm. in Arizona. And I gave them over six months notice. This is the time I went off. And they all agreed to it until it got there and three people said, we're taking time off. And they walked up. They forced me to stay when they wanted to be off. And they said, it's your studio. And that, that's, those were the things that uh, I was saying we didn't own. Mm -hmm. We didn't own that studio. So the, the teachers owned the studio. And so when we started running the other studio, once we opened it up and we owned the building... We started looking at it and seeing things that we were still using the same business plan. You know, teach multiple styles of yoga, which made... Everybody happy. Yep, but made it very difficult for us because we had to learn all those mm -hmm. styles. Uh, we, we had to be able to teach Bikram, Ashtanga, Baptiste, uh, Kundalini, uh, Iyengar. We had to teach Stoic. all of those because we had... And that's just a handful. Mm -hmm. We had to teach a lot more. Because we had to sub any time somebody wanted to take off. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to take off a lot. So when we started having to look at it and say, you know, this isn't working for us. And we didn't want to close the studio. But both of us were at a time where I'd rather close the studio than to be owned by the studio. So this whole talk that we're going to be going over over the next I don't know how many weeks because there's so much involved with the the chakras with the uh, doshas with grounding with all of these yogic terms that we're going to be using uh -huh. and why they really work in business one of my favorites is and I'm just gonna say it right now but it comes from uh, the book you say it no, the Bhagavad Gita. No, I can. <laughs> oh yes, from Buddha, from yes. Siddhartha. Yep. I can think, I can fast, I can wait. Yep. And those are all very business terms. Yes. If you look at it in the way that we're going to talk about. Yes. So, with that, I want to go into the root chakra, but back to I digress to the story. We open up the next yoga, yoga energy studio. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer yoga energy center. It's not yak. It's, it's not yak. It's, it's yes. yes. <laughs> so 
we started to open up the yoga energy studio mm -hmm. and we opened it up the same way we opened up the other two mm -hmm. and it just ate us it uh, wasn't working we would come in the teachers didn't show up on time they didn't finish on time didn't finish on time uh, they didn't care if one person came they wanted to get paid no matter what the yep. same price whether they were teaching one person or 30 people and at that time our studio because we had some gym equipment because we did personal training mm -hmm. we fit what about 20 people in the class yes but at there first. wasn't there wasn't even 10 people nope. in there because the teachers didn't care and I'm generalizing but I am talking about the teachers we had yes. at that time so you can say you know we I'm a different style of teacher I do this that does that's fine I'm talking about who we had at our studio and at that, how, time. at that time and how they acted and I'm sure several of you yoga studio owners will also see some of this in some of your teachers you might not and if you don't excellent but this is what we did and how we were able to overcome some major points and actually succeed and thrive yep so we shifted our business plan we created we we literally got rid of every teacher that wasn't us too yep which meant we took over teaching every class that we had at the studio until we could slowly downgrade those classes and figure out what we wanted to do but at that time it was we need to we need to change we can't do this for another 20 years we would die and we would hate yoga and that's one of the things that i notice a lot with yoga studio owners they come in loving yoga but they leave hating it so when we come back we're going to talk about the root chakra and why it is so important for your business. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back again. So you notice I'm doing a lot more of the talking in this one than V. And the reason why is when we did make the decision that we had to change, V and I both sat down and we wrote down what needed to be done at the studio. And that included marketing, running the business aspect, uh, teaching classes, doing teacher trainings, all of those things that we needed to do. And then we had to figure out which one of us would take that role. And I got the role of marketing and business so I started studying and I can tell you that in the beginning I despised business I didn't want to do it I didn't want to market I didn't want to do any of those things neither one of us liked that and we always were under the opinion that business isn't yoga and yoga isn't business 
So we had to actually first thing was we had to change our attitude. So we sat down again and we started looking at what do we need to do in order to change our mindset. And V, because she's gone through so many different Ayurveda colleges, trained with some of the greatest people in Ayurveda, started saying, you know, we got to look at our chakras first. And I'm like, bullshit. But she's like, no, no, we got to look at our chakras. We got to look at what they do for us in the world of business because we look at it in how it affects us in every day-to-day -day life, but we never really looked at them. How do they make us money? How do they make our life worth living? So we started looking at it, and we're going to start with the root chakra because that was the first one that we had to start focusing on. So V, I will let you do the part of teaching what the root chakra is because that was what she won in the what we do. <laughs> and so please talk about the root. Well, the term, the Sanskrit term for the root chakra is Muladhara. Mula means root. Dara means to support, to hold. So the root chakra is that energy center, that vortex that supports all the other chakras and actually your whole existence. It's what connects you to the earth, what keeps you stable in order to keep moving forward. So the... It, it, the root chakra is, um, I'm going to say real quick, in a lot of the yoga or energy uh, world, the root chakra is uh, considered as that primitive, that animal instinct, uh, it's that survival. And if uh, you, uh, you care about the root chakra, is you are you're lower. just, you're lower, you're primitive, you're not enlightened or you'll never be enlightened or whatever uh, and that's and that's completely false that's actually not not knowing not understanding the vedic system and that's where a lot of the problems in the yoga world start from the root if the root chakra is not operating properly you pretty much cannot thrive you may be able to survive which we were in the exactly yeah but you cannot thrive. You don't have the strength. You don't have the emotional and mental strength to actually do anything. And so by focusing on the root chakra, we started doing meditation. Yes. Morning meditation. Yep. We started doing, and I'm sure you all listened to, what's episode is it? Episode 43. 43, which is about the root chakra. Yes. Uh, we started doing a lot more squats. Yeah. lunges, yes. one-legged poses. Yes. We stopped doing all Inver inversions. Yes. All inversions completely. Uh, because inversions switch the grounding aspect. You're not yes. grounded if you're in an inversion. Yeah. So we got rid of inversions. We started eating more fat. Yes. Uh, we started to do things that made us really focus on our root chakra. Yep. And with that, we started feeling different. Exactly. Uh, I was no longer at a point where I was angry at the teachers for mm -hmm. doing what they did. It didn't. I didn't care. 
Yep. Uh, I was past that. It was actually at a point where I don't, I can't even tell you, and this might sound rude, but I can't even tell you most of their names because they are not in that involvement of us right after we started the new studio, the new concept, the new business plan. Yes. And it's completely different business plan than most of the studios, if not all of the studios out there have. And it is completely off the wall, which is another thing that the root chakra helped us with is it gave me that ability to say, I really don't care. Exactly. It's yep. cleansing. It's uh, you are a, it allows you a strong root chakra allows you to let go of the stuff that doesn't let you thrive hmm. pretty much the stuff that doesn't matter. So with that, we let go of most of the yoga styles. Exactly. Uh, we created our own style after interviewing hundreds, if not thousands of students that didn't come back to yoga. Not people that stayed in yoga because people that liked yoga, they're going to tell you everything's wonderful. Yes. But the people that didn't like yoga, they're going to tell you why they didn't like yoga. Yes. So we started interviewing, interviewing, interviewing. Why don't you practice yoga? Whether it was at our studio or it was at one of the other studios. If I'd seen somebody at a Starbucks, because Starbucks at that time was one of my favorite locations. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. But at that time it was. So I would, if I seen somebody that I knew practiced or I thought might have practiced, I started asking him questions. And if they said, you know, no, I don't practice, I, I, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? And we got a list of yes. why people don't come back to yoga. Yep. And so we designed our yoga practice, the classes we were teaching, by using those things as don't do. Yes. And so we started using those as don't do, and we kept teaching our style. And that's where the root chakra kicked in. Again, neither one of us cared if we didn't teach Ashtanga ever again. Neither one of us cared if we didn't teach Bikram ever again. But what we did care about is the student. Yes. And what we did care yes. about was the studio. Yep. And what we did care about was people leaving empowered. Empowered. And that's what we focused on. By using that list of things that people disliked, we were able to start empowering people when they came into the studio. So the root chakra really helped us to really focus on what needed to be done and not focus on the things that didn't matter. Yes. It also gave us the discipline when something didn't go right. Remember that one class I thought was going to be the best <laughs> class in the world? I'm like, people are going to love it, and nobody ever came to it. Yep. So we got rid of it. But we were disciplined enough to say the rule for the studio is if so many people don't come, you got to get rid of that class. Yes, you only give it this long. Yep. You only test it for this long. And if it doesn't fulfill this, this, and this, it has to go. Yep. No matter how much you love it. Yep. And there were several of them that I thought were going to be the shadizzle. I thought people would love yep. them and nobody did. Yes. But instead of being us taking you know, like ownership of it, we said, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, we owned it, 
but we owned it as a loss, not as a win. It was not our ego saying we designed it and it has to yeah, be this succeed. way. We were not attached to it. Yep. Exactly. That's the root chakra. Yep. So that was able to assist us. The discipline the was discipline. able to assist yep. us. To do all the work, to do all the interviewing, right? Yes. Yep. All the interviewing and actually record everything. Yep. So there was a lot to this that we did when we started mm -hmm. that part of the studio. Yep. And I'm so glad we did. Yep. So with that, the root chakra gave us the ability to really focus and really point out what was working and what wasn't. Because uh, one of the things that uh, people talked about all the time is that all you need to do is put a yoga sign up and people come and practice Build yoga. Build it and they will yep. come. That's so not true. Mm -hmm. But it also is so true. And we'll go over how you should, because at the when we opened up, when we retook over, we were full. Yep. We had to get rid of gym equipment. We yes. had to get rid of treadmills. We yes. had to get rid of things so we could fit 35 people in the class. And we were at 35 people a lot of the days of the week. So with that, if it wasn't for the root chakra and focusing on that energy, I don't know if we'd be here today. Not in this ability. Yep. The trick about the root chakra is that you have to have a strong root chakra in order to, to actually acknowledge all of this, to, to have. And so it's like a little bit of a vicious cycle. So you have to take the risk and build the root chakra before. Yep. And that's what we did. We started exactly. focusing on it. It gave us discipline. We went against a lot of what we we believed we believed in, yep. or we were taught. Yes. So. so, and it went against all of the other yoga studios in the area, and probably in the United States. And we yep. went against all of those, and it succeeded because we believed in it. Exactly. So next week we'll be talking about. The second chakra. The second chakra. The Svadhisthana. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.